Hello everyone and welcome to the Systematic Podcast. My name is Elisha and today we are going to be introducing to you what Systematic is all about. Systematic is derived from the word systematic, meaning done or acting according to a fixed plan or system, methodical. Therefore, our ambition as sisters is to help anyone who would like to learn how to align their mindset and get their life in order. We are here to challenge your thought process to learning new techniques and styles to get the most out of your day. So let me introduce you to the other half of the sister, which is Priya. Hello everyone. And wow, Alicia, that was probably the best intro you could have ever done. It was very systematic. So we really want to kind of give you a bit of an insight of who we are, our backgrounds, and just kind of just set the pace of what this podcast will all be about, and also how we kind of came up with the idea and how it came into, you know, reality today. So for me, my name is Priya, my background is in engineering, I've, st- I've studied mechanical engineering in, in particular, and I was very, very academic, I loved kind of maths and physics and also IT, so engineering was a perfect discipline for me. So what about you, Leesh? What did you study? So for me, I was a lot more interested in science growing up, with a little bit of maths as well. So I went on to study biomedical science at university and then qualified to become a uh, biomedical scientist. So as geeky as that sounds, it's very interesting as I've always been interested and intrigued by how the human body works and just, I guess, helping people with uh, with their health in general. Now that's really, really good and I know we're very, very different as, yeah. as sisters in terms of we completely look like we're not related, which is fun. So everyone thinks we're like best friends and for me that's a great place and a great relationship for sisters as well. And in terms of who we are as people, I really wanted to touch on that because me doing a podcast today is breaking boundaries in terms of who I am at the core. Um, I'm a very shy, introverted person introverted in the sense that I like to be with myself but extroverted in the sense that I like to be around a lot of people so I know my sister is the complete opposite yeah Yeah, so as Priya said she's a lot more on or was a lot more uh, on the shy end and didn't really enjoy talking to new people as much whereas me I've been on the other other side of that spectrum where I've always been confident growing up. I always liked doing exciting things at school and talking to a lot of people. I've always enjoyed presenting um, at a young age. And I guess for me, I really want to just share my thought process with other people and add value with the things that I've gone through um, in life so far. Um, And, you know, everything can be taught and learnt as long as you're willing to learn something new and better yourself and you know as time has gone on I've increased my positivity and just developed a good attitude about life and you know there were a few things that I've not been good at and now have improved and that's all through my experience that I've had going through university starting a career and you know working alongside with my sister is you know who we are who we've become today definitely and the way systematic came about is during the the challenging period that we're in is Alicia and I really wanted to just put positivity out there. That's our kind of ethos of who we are, but also being realistic because 
Sometimes during challenging times, it can be very difficult to maintain positivity. So systematic, we decided to choose this name because obviously the pun on sisters, but also the approach on having a systematic uh, order or lifestyle because we believe we're very organized people. And yeah. I think a lot of people do get shocked to understand that how organized we actually are. And this is in various disciplines in our life. But we want to really impart our knowledge, share a lot of tips, actionable items. So when Systematic came about, we just realized that we want to add value to our to people who are kind enough to listen to our podcast, but most importantly, also share the journey. So for myself, I have had the experience of doing at least 12 years of, at minimum of public speaking. So when I was 18 years old, I was told to introduce myself. And I actually remember when I was told to do this, I said, oh, you know, Priya, would you like to introduce yourself? I actually turned around and said, oh, who's Priya? You know, it'd be great if she could introduce herself. And that's where I've started from. That's where my journey was. Now, where Alicia on the complete flip side of that coin is very capable of introducing herself <laughs> in, um, in a surrounding of other human beings. So for me, I really wanted to impart, share knowledge. And that's how Systematic has really come together, really. It's our mission of sharing positivity, adding value to others, sharing our journey and inspira inspiration in the essence of we get inspired um, pretty much daily. And that's one of the things we wanted to share on this podcast is actually about habit creation as well. Because for the last, I would say, a large number of years, my sister and I have been reading uh, literally attentively every day, but also listening to podcasts and audios. So, and one of the challenges that we have with listening, it's funny how me and my sister, we both enjoy reading, but listening is a challenge. Do you want to delve into that? Yeah, for us, it's always been um, something a lot more difficult because I guess we weren't really um, exposed to something that we really wanted to listen to, to sort of gain extra knowledge. And it's, it's about finding the right podcast for you. What are you looking um, to learn from it at the end of the day and also if you can connect with the people who you're listening from so you know over the years we've grown our habit of listening to something positive every day and having that consistency because it does really impact the way your day goes and the information that you're taking in whether it's consciously or even subconsciously all these positive notions that you're hearing in a podcast, in a self-talk audio, whatever it may be, it's about how can I then apply that in my life and really learn from it. And we want to be able to give that back to people. You know, we've gone through a number of years where we've been listening to, you know, successful people talk about different topics that have helped them achieve success. And we want to sort of pay that back to other people so that we can also you know share how to do things because like Priya said systematic that's who we are as people we're very methodical we're very systematic about <laughs> things like you know organize whether it's you know our general lifestyle or the way we are at work um, it's just the way we are and I guess growing up and being so close as sisters it's kind of rubbed off on each other. We, we're very similar in that way, but our personalities are very opposite. So hopefully you'll be able to see that come through when you listen further to our podcasts. 
Yes, and it's really about sharing our insights, our journey, because I remember we used to listen to podcasts, and they're known as podcasts now, but before we, I remember Alicia and I would put a CD into our car, which had a CD player in. This sounds like we're going back in time, but genuinely, that's where we started. And in terms of what we got out of listening to audio material is why we feel so ignited to be creating a podcast because I feel like over the years we've understood what we would love to hear from because we've listened to a variety of successful entrepreneurs to people who are masters and um, legends in their area of work. So our plan for future episodes that are going to come up is delving into some hot topics and action, the key thing we want to do is actionable items for you guys. So we're going to be um, doing a load of different things. We want to make this exciting, but we're going to be sharing content from Alicia and I. We're going to pick a topic, delve into the detail, a couple of things that we want to cover. And for me, I would love to share things on public speaking. We do time and more of priority management, things like gratitude. Um, effective habits, resilience, you know, our favorite things like vision board. And also we want to have, we are going to have guest speakers who will join our podcast. And the way we're going to be doing this is picking a word where they can really, where that individual embodies that word in its complete wholeness. And the way we're going to do this is they're not going to be, you know, we aim to have amazing guests in terms of the successful having that fame and all that excitement but we actually want to start with people who are just everyday people but who have extraordinary um, leadership and development in what they do me and alicia actually genuinely believe leadership starts at any level you don't have to be a ceo to um, exemplify leadership in your role you can be you can be a leader within your community within whatever you do so we're quite excited to be inviting a lot of people that are dear and near to us and what's going to be the flow is we're going to pick a word and then they will embody that word and we're going to dig deeper we want to make it exciting but we also want to cover a lot of areas that we feel like we can impart a lot of knowledge as well from our personal experiences in in true honesty yeah and in general we just want to be able to give people the opportunity to hear something with actions that they can then apply you know, straight after they've listened to it or, you know, the following day, whether it's with work, whether it's with their business, whether it's with their relationships. So we really aim to um, add those extra values that can help you in sort of all areas of your life. So that's really what we wanted to um, discuss with you guys and just introduce you to who we are what we're all about and you will get to know us a lot more as we go through the episodes we want to be able to share books with you as we are very uh, big readers and just help you even if it's a small way in a you know smallest shape or form um, just to be able to put our experience out there our first topic of discussion is creating habits now what is a habit a habit is a routine of behaviour that is repeated regularly and tends to occur subconsciously, meaning that we do it automatically without thinking once it's formed. To introduce the topic, we want to be systematic about 
everything we do and give you an insight of what we're going to be discussing and expanding on. So we're going to share six points with the SISTER acronym. SYNC, INCLINE, SIGNATURE, TRANSITION, EMPOWER and REFLECT. So SYNC to start off with. It's about being in sync with your values. It's not about what you want to achieve, but it's about who you want to become through the process. Why do you want to create this habit or a habit in the first place? Incline. Something that I remember reading is you're either going up, so you're inclining, or you're going down, you're declining. You are never stationary. So we're either going towards our goals or we're doing something that's taking us away from our goals. Like a plant, it's either growing or it's dying. It doesn't just stay a plant, if you get what I'm trying to say. Signature. Habits are something that are very unique to every individual and it's really all about creating your own signature habits which are personalized to you. Some of the habits that I will have and that I have created and want to implement may be different to my sister Priya. So it's really about finding what your signature habits are. Transition. It's about moving outside of your comfort zone and transitioning into your desired state of being zone. So you need to think about, you know, where am I, am I right now and what's comfortable to me? But what do I want to do to step out of that bubble so that I can become a better person? Empower. Creating good habits empowers you on a daily basis and it also empowers other people to make changes. Especially if you're living with your family, you'll notice that those changes will be picked up by other people and you can work together as a team so that everybody's growing. And lastly, reflect. Reflect on what you are currently doing and where you want to be. It's really important to know uh, what you want to change about yourself rather than just going head straight in and thinking about, you know what, I want to start having a healthy diet. But you really need to drill down to the root cause. Now, why don't people do simple things consistently in the first place? According to Jeff Olson, the author of The Slight Edge, there are three reasons why. The first thing is, it's easy to do but it's also easy not to do. Now what that means is, even if you look at a simple example of exercising, you could say to yourself, you know what, I'm going to do 10 minutes, 20 minutes or 30 minutes a day of running or a home workout or whether you go to the gym, whatever it is, form of exercise. Now it's easy to do because you just gotta get up and do it, but it's also easy not to do when you're feeling a little bit lazy and you'll be like, no, I don't want to do it. It's fine. It's not a big deal. Secondly, the second reason is you will not see any results at first. And that's a, another reason why people won't do things consistently because you'll start doing it and it might be five days, it might be a week, it might be two weeks or a month and you're not seeing the results. But And that's what could put you off from creating a new habit or doing something consistently because you're not seeing a benefit from it straight away. And the key is uh, being consistent with it and compounding that effect because in the long term, it will impact you, but you won't see it straight away. It's like if you're going to um, dig 
um, to, to find gold or find something. You've got to keep on digging until you find it. And, you know, you might think that you're not so close to your goal, but the more you do, the closer you're going to get to your goal. And the third reason why is they, they seem insignificant, like they don't matter, but they do. So in terms of exercise or healthy eating, you'll be like, oh, it's fine. I'll just have a burger. It doesn't matter. Or, you know, if I don't do it today, it doesn't matter. Nobody's watching me, for example. But it will matter in the long term. If every single day you're going to say, oh, it doesn't matter if I have a burger or a pizza, and you're doing that consistently, it's going to impact you long term. So those are the three reasons why people don't um, do simple things consistently. And we want to go into how to help you to implement and start creating habits. Thank you, Alicia, for that uh, beautiful introduction. And I'm going to tap into a book that I have absolutely enjoyed reading. It is called The Atomic Habits by James Clear. I would highly recommend this book. And I've actually signed up to his weekly Thursday kind of emails where he inspires, educates and, and really motivates. But there was one element of the book, especially in the beginning, that really stood out to me. So it was a principle called the three layers of behavior change. And it really completely revolutionized the way I looked at habits and, and why we have them in the first place. So there are three layers and imagine at the core, there is the identity. The second layer is the processes and the outer layer is the outcome. So the first layer that everyone is looking to change is the outcome. So this is all about the results. You know, you may be looking to lose weight, um, you may want to, like Alicia mentioned, get into the exercise routine that you've always wanted. So this is really the result. Then the second layer is changing your process. Now, this is all about putting habits and systems in place. You know, it's our favorite word, systematic. It's in implementing that new routine at the gym, for example. Or even you may be thinking about other habits, but it's the process of actually doing it and the deepest core layer is the third layer which is the identity and this is about your belief system your self-image and what you actually hold of in terms of your opinion or your of yourself so in order to get a habit going you do not need to be thinking outcome based but thinking identity based so who is it that i want to become and therefore what processes do i need to have in place and then counterintuitive of that what is the outcome i'm looking for you can go in both ways, really. You could be outcome-based habits, but or you can also have identity-based habits. But for me, and I know Alicia covered this beautifully in the beginning, it's who you want to become. Therefore, what habits do you need to have in place to allow those to occur? So now we're going to get into habit formation and really looking into our life. Habits are naturally part of what we do. Even the habit of brushing our teeth every morning and evening that once upon a time was a brand new habit that was instilled by our parents. So we definitely need to thank our parents for great oral hygiene. But now you won't even think about it. You'll just get up in the morning, do what you need to do. So good and bad habits that we have right now in our life have been embedded over time. So one of the books that I've been reading, um, just literally finished reading right now, is the book called The 5am Club, written by Robin Sharma. This has been a book which has been so enjoyable to read and just to be precise, on page 181 in the physical copy, 
it really goes into the detail of um, habit formation. Now, Alicia and I have heard numerous days that are the optimal amount that's needed to form a habit, but the exact number of dates are actually 66 days to form a habit by research, which was done at the University College of London. And in this, on this page, Robin goes into the detail of a concept called the Habit Installation Protocol. So you can break it into three chunks. There's destruction, installation, and integration. And each section is 22 days each. And if you do the simple maths, 22 times by three is 66. So here, I really want to break down each section because when I read this, I was completely overwhelmed by how truthful it is. And when I look back at the habits that I have formed, it totally goes with the flow with it. So the first section, with those 22 days, you're actually actually in the destruction mode. You are challenging your thought process. So example, we're going back to Alicia's great example of exercise. Just imagine your goal is to make that the first activity in the morning. You're actually pushing you outside of your comfort zone because initially you were sleeping in, you were doing other things. So you're destroying the habit of sleeping in versus implementing a new one. The second chunk of 22 days is called the installation. This is where things are a little bit messy and it gets really confusing because you, from day one, you know you wanted to form the habit of exercise in the morning. You're doing it, but you're thinking, did I really want to do this in the first place? You're actually challenging your own thought process in the sense that, why am I doing this? Why am I following through? And the last chunk is integration. So you have now embedded it into your lifestyle. You're actually seeing some benefits. It may be quite early, but you're just quite proud of the fact that you've done it for 44 days. So you're feeling empowered and you're totally in flow. And then from completing 66 days, this is where you get into the automatic stage. Now, on the, this is not going to be immediate. It actually might take a little bit longer for certain people. This is an average. So please don't wake up on the 67th day and think, okay, you know, I shouldn't be thinking twice. It may be at a point where it's natural, but it also is about continuing on and being consistent. The next principle I wanted to cover is the victory hour. Now, I have been doing this for a few days, and I am very new to this because I've just finished the book, but it's adding structure to your habits. And the methodology that Robin spoke about um, and really portrayed in a very beautiful way was the 20-20-20 methodology. So this is one hour, which is broken down into 20 minutes. I absolutely love this. 20 minutes isn't too long, it isn't too short. For me, it feels very feasible, and Alicia is nodding her head, but you're thinking, you know what, 20 minutes, I can accomplish something. So back to exercise. You're going to exercise for 20 minutes. That's what Robin believes is the best thing to do, first thing as you wake up. Then you're going to journal for 20 minutes, and then you're going to read or listen to a podcast for 20 minutes. So here, this is a simple victory hour every morning. Now, the reason why it's in this particular order is a lot to do with our brain. You know, some people think about habits and think about it being physical, but it's all in our, in our, all in our head. So it's really thinking about your morning routine. So you have the victory hour there, but also establishing an evening routine as well. And Robin clearly and in very a lot of structured ways goes into how you can embed all these routines in. So I highly recommend the book. And I really want to start off with how do you know which habit to instill? 
this is a big question. You all listeners may be thinking, where do I actually start? This is a huge topic. And Alicia and I have actually been thinking, why are we starting with such a big topic? Why? Because we feel like habit formation is something that will impact all areas of your life. So even going forward in future podcasts and topics we're going to cover, we feel that this is a great place to really start. So one tip I would give is get a piece of paper and everything that I've learned from the 5am club had been centered around these four segments. So the first is, first is health set, second is heart set, third is mindset, and the fourth is soul set. So get your paper, put it into four, put a line through going down, a line going horizontally, and then in each quadrant, put the headings in. Health set, heart set, mindset, soul set. So now what you need to do is, in each of those quadrants, you need to write down how you would envision yourself being the master of that area within your life. So the first example would be within health set. Maybe you've jotted down, I'm going to do some exercise. I'm going to eat more fruit and veg. I'm going to have planned meals. The second is the heart set. It could be, I want to be more grateful. I want to show gratitude and actually write it down. Maybe I want to have more meaningful conversations. This may be you want to be calling a friend or a family member, working on that element of which is more emotionally driven. Now, mindset is you might want to focus on learning something new. So you may be thinking, you know, especially down the, in the period we're in, I want to learn a new language. I want to read all those books that have been lying on my shelf since the day I was born. You may want to be studying a particular course that you've always had on your agenda. Put that into that quadrant. And then the fourth quadrant is soul set. Now, this is really depending on how you want to look at this particular area. So I looked at it in the sense of I want to be meditating more or I want to get in touch with my spiritual side. And for you, this could mean anything. So really have that element um, written down. So now once you've completed this simple exercise, pick one habit you would like to immediately embed from each section. Now, if you feel like, you know what, I don't want to start with four straight away, you might find this a little bit overwhelming. Just pick one category and, and then just pick that one habit, keeping it simple. So now this is really exciting because you're going to start the 60 day cycle. So make a note of this day or record it on your phone. With me, tracking is what makes a habit come to life. You know, we've done all this great work in identifying what we want to work on, but it's actually tracking that's going to make it come into the true essence of what it, well, what it actually is. Action gives us confidence. When we reach and accomplish and go pushing past hurdles, it becomes our own personal victory. It will uplift us and we will feel this personal growth, which is actually, you cannot even explain, but it is extremely invaluable. So now it's going to be uh, the exciting journey of officially starting the 66 day cycle. So you may want to make a note of this into your diary, record it on your phone. Now, tracking is really what makes a habit or even a new uh, project come to life. So action gives us confidence. This is something that's really, really personal to me because uh, the more I do something, the more I feel like I have the right to actually say something about it in the first instance. So when we reach and accomplish and push past hurdles, it becomes our own personal victory. It really can uplift us and we feel that personal growth, which for me is invaluable. So now I'm going to pass it on to Alicia. 
Yeah, definitely. And um, that's one of the books on my uh, reading list. So I'm going to try to get through that next. But I'm going to give you an example of embedding a new habit. So let's go into a little bit depth. You know, let's bring this to life with something that we tried to do. Uh, we wanted to get into, I would say, probably more than a year ago. And it's meditation. And meditation on a daily basis. So we want to first go into why would we want to form a habit like meditation. We always need to start everything that we do with why. Why do we want to do this? What's the reason behind it? So you want to get this written down. You want to think a little bit deeper um, and think about the reason that you want to do something. Because for me, I was told that it's good for your health. You know, it decreases your stress levels, it can elevate your day, bring you joy and peace. So you really need to think about that and jot it down. So for myself and Priya, meditation was something that we could do to feel grounded and also to feel up uplifted as well. And it's just taking that moment in time to just step away from everything that you're doing, close your eyes, and even if it's just a few minutes, but to have some time alone with yourself when you're not thinking about other things. Because there will be moments in the day where we get overwhelmed. There's, you know, that structure of our work life that is, you know, we're just constantly on the go. So we need to feel grounded and we need to give ourselves time to do that. So we want to be able to feel that peace and control. And in the morning, it's good. In the evening, it's good. Or even throughout the day, it really depends from person to person. But there's a difference when you think about how it's going to add benefit to your life and why you want to do it in the first place. So let's brainstorm. You know, let's go through the other W's. I've gone through the why. The next one is what. So let's get some ideas going. What will you listen to to help you meditate? Some people who are quite experts at meditating, they can do it on their own. But for myself and Priya, I know we really needed some guided meditation. I need to listen to somebody to tell me what to do, to tell me to put my thoughts away and concentrate on my breathing. So what are you going to listen to? There's lots of research um, out there on the best ways of meditating. You just need to find out what's the best for you. We use a variety of apps. There are so many out there. So figure out which one you would try. I know Priya uses Calm and I've used Headspace before. So we'd recommend those two. But you can also go onto YouTube and find guided meditation for free. Because I know like Calm and Headspace, um, they have a cost attached to it. But you can go onto YouTube and find something for yourself that you can listen to. Now the second thing is when. When will you do this meditation? You know, you could do it in the morning at 6.30 as soon as you wake up. You could do it in the middle of the day during your lunch break. If you think like your day's going super busy and you need some time for yourself. You can do it when you might be going through something and you need that moment of time to yourself. You could do it in the evening before going to bed. Really think about where you can embed this habit into your daily routine. Thirdly, where? Do you have a special place which you can, you know, transform into a meditation corner? Uh, it's really important to think about the environment you're going to be in when creating a new habit. Because you want to, um, especially with meditation, when you're sitting down or you might be lying down for it, you want to have a sort of dedicated place to go to and get into that um, 
you know, aura of doing it. So create that space for yourself. Do you need candles? Do you need some light music in the background? Do you need some incense sticks or, or a cushion to sit on? You know, what do you need so that you can make it easy for you and have it ready in an area rather than having to look for things first thing in the morning, like where's my cushion and where's this? If you have it ready in a dedicated location, it makes it easier to do. And then the last thing is how. How do you meditate? And obviously there's lots of different ways of doing it. Some people can do it with their eyes open. I could personally like to keep my eyes closed. You could be lying down, you could be sitting in a chair, you could be standing. Um, you know, there's different um, ways of doing it. You might want to uh, have a blanket on you or maybe have a pen and paper so you're maybe jotting down what you're visualizing. But really think about those five things. Why, what, when, where and how. Great, Leash. That was uh, brilliant. And I love the excitement that goes around forming the habit and, and thinking about it. I'm already excited about even doing meditation again, even though I'm doing it right now. So next bit is going into track to stay on track. Now, if you know me and I know Alicia, we love stationery and we love the opportunity to actually track what we're doing. So this is very natural to us, but we really want to share um, our, our journey. Now, when we think about forming a new habit, I'll be honest, and, and Alicia will agree, we actually think, you know what, it's a, a Saturday today. Let me start on Monday. Monday. Monday's a magical day. Or, you know what, it's the 29th of the month. Let me start on the 1st, because that's when the magic happens. Now, Alicia and I have actually eliminated this mentality, so we don't want to waste time. 66 days is a strange number to begin with. So even if you start on the 1st of the month, you're not going to form a, you know, a beautiful pattern up to the 66th day, if that makes sense. So the best day to start is actually today. I know this is very cliche, but we really want to emphasize on don't, you know, delay your habit for that perfect Monday, the first of the month. You know, I don't know how often that occurs in, in the cycle, but just really take the beauty of today to make that reality to begin your habit today as well. Now, tracking can be a little bit of fun. Um, Alicia and I are fans of um, companies that create stationery like Kiki K and Happiness Planner. I've used um, their stationery for a long period of time. I've actually used a happiness planner myself for a whole year. And it's really the joy of tracking and it's so simple to do. Now, get a new notebook. If you're anything like my sister and I, you know, get a new notebook. Um, don't spend money if you already have a, a new notebook sitting at home, but just pull it out. And we want to make sure that tracking is not painful. We want to make it simple. Uh, I genuinely believe the simple tick on a bit of paper is just so powerful compared to the virtual tick of doing it online through an app. So one example I would give you is draw out a table of you know 66 days going downwards, so literally go one to 66 per line and then add a column and just write meditation and just start tracking it. So when you fall off track, start from day one all over again. This is so important. Please do not start your journey of the 66 days and doing chop and change. You've done it one day and then you stop for two and then you've done it for three days and then you took a long week off because, you know, you had to go on holiday. But let's get into being consistent. So every time we've done it one day, you know, do that tick and move on to the next. It's really important that we do not break the flow. 
there's there's so much importance around this and also don't be afraid you know if you do miss a day don't be so hard on yourself sit down and think about why didn't you do that particular activity this is where reflection comes in you know what was what was one thing that stopped me and you might have realized that you know what um i had my meditation corner set up but for some reason um someone had you know another member of the family used the cushion for something else they've totally disarranged my meditation corner so therefore that impacted your habit it could be something as small as that you know i'm a very simple person i feel like if you've got a system in place that's working you know protect it so adapting and making small changes is all part of the fun um your habit that you started and the way it looked like on day 1 may be very different to day 22 so just because you have the intention in place doesn't mean everything will also go smoothly you know just because you've got your exercise regime ready it doesn't mean it's just going to happen so there will be hurdles there will be challenges but the habits that were easy to form everyone if it were, if it was that easy everyone would be making transformational changes instantly the reason why habits have been proven that it takes 66 days we really need to understand it does take time this is not an overnight success this isn't you know you wake up today and tomorrow you're a you know habit forming machine so you know be patient with yourself and and also have that self um, reflection and self respect to summarize this podcast i want to go back to the six points that we covered in the beginning with the acronym sister to put together all of our thoughts and insights s for sync being in sync with your values and i know priya mentioned the three layers of behavior change and being identity based and not outcome based i for incline being on an incline is consistently doing those simple things and not breaking the flow state because if you're not doing those things then you're declining s signature Creating signature habits that are personalized to you will come from the task of breaking down your life into the four sets: health, heart, mind, and soul. T for transition. Personal transition will take place if you introduce the habit installation protocol of 66 days. E empower. We really hope that we've empowered you today to start something new and form a new habit. R is reflect. Reflecting on where you are right now, what habits you want to instill, and also reflection through tracking. Priya and I, we really hope that you have been able to adopt a new systematic approach to creating habits. Take care and speak to you soon.